We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. Tim Shea is with us to start. Uh, Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. This is a Monday taping on the YouTube. We are going to uh, post this as the Tuesday show. So, but I'm posting it Monday. If anyone cares, I'm not doing another show tonight. It's Christmas week, right? You got to relax a little bit. I'm at the in-laws. You're at your brother's, Timmy? I am in good old Sycamore, Illinois. Where's that? Uh, do you know where Northern Illinois University, DeKalb, Illinois is? I I know it if I look for it on a map. That's where it is. It's kind of like central Illinois, but then like near the border. Like I'm 45 minutes from Lake Geneva. Okay, so it's still within like uh, yes. humanity. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, because, you know, Illinois, we hate it and it sucks. But at least once you get a little Down. lower. Yeah. You're not in humanity anymore. Yeah. It's like uh, normal, like normal Illinois. It's not so. Yeah. It's a real tough, it's a real tough scene. Um, So the two big things on Christmas sports wise, obviously the Packers win, keep their playoff hopes alive and the Bucks lose. And the trade machines have been fired up pretty, uh, pretty heavily. So we'll get into the Bucks in a little bit. I do want to start with the Packers uh, because I feel like I, so, so Tim, you felt like you were an enemy yesterday because you said we're not winning this game. I, I mean, I called them hot garbage. I yeah. said I can't believe I thought this team would win, that this team would make the playoffs, and then, of course, they go out there and win. And people start attacking me on Twitter. I just yeah. made a comment, okay? Well, I commented on yours that it's a very winnable game, which mm-hmm. your boy was right. But they need to make one little change, and that's at quarterback. Now, obviously, uh, they didn't. <laughs> Rodgers, you know, Rodgers, for what it's worth, 24-38, 2-38, a touchdown. Uh, his rating wasn't tremendous, but I thought he played fine. Uh, the interception doesn't count because he signed the ball Merry Christmas to the guy who he threw it to. So I'm not technically counting that one. I think that's fair. Um, but he, he was fine. And so I've been getting – Railroad, it, deservedly so, I suppose. I like what you said later in the day, maybe, that uh, LaFleur was rewarded for bad decisions, something like that. Oh, rewarded for bad behavior. It's my yeah, classic very, phrase. Very, very bad behavior, I'd say. 
Yeah, I think Lafleur sucks. And how do you say that about a coach that's won 13 games three straight years? But again, the things I've talked about Lafleur is he doesn't know he doesn't know what he doesn't know, but he doesn't know a lot. It seems. Yeah. And so he has to keep going through things, and then it's how do you be so aggressive to fake a punt there and then not go for a you know not go for it later? Now paid off because they kicked the field goal. We're up six. Everybody thought, oh, great. Joe Barry's defense is going to allow a touchdown. He trusted Joe Barry over Aaron Rodgers. Joe Barry, that hug between LaFleur and Barry, if you saw it, that was a, I'm, I'm glad I didn't fire you. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that, and that was a, oh, you're going to stay on next year too. Oh yeah. That's a Barry's job. I'm telling you, he's going to be the defensive coordinator next year. Jimmy Leonard can start looking elsewhere. Yeah, I agree with you. Joe Barry's not getting fired. Matt LaFleur does not want to fire this guy, or he would have. And he didn't want to fire uh, whoever the special teams coordinator was last year. I can't even remember his name. I Who was it? Ron Zook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Mo Drayton, was he – who was the special teams coordinator last year? Was it Mo Drayton? I don't know. Uh, I suck. I'm a terrible fan. I was rooting for the Dolphins. Was I, though? I don't want to talk about that. No, you weren't. So uh, there's two there's two reasons why I've been um and this is this is these are personal failings on my behalf. So I will admit that. I mean I one, I don't like our quarterback. I have a disdain for him. And as someone was telling me, but he might be a douche Bart, but he's our douche. And I said, but every quality that I could dislike about someone, he has all of them. I don't like any of them. You like him as a football player. It's the stuff that happens I don't off even know. the field. Yeah, there's a oh, lot of stuff. don't say that. Come on. Man. All right. So, okay. So he's the other thing that I'm, that I'm not into. And this is, again, this is a failing by me. I am in the super minority. I am a heel for it. I'm not trying to be a heel on purpose. I'm just a terrible person. Um, I don't like, and the last few years they've been 13 and three. So this hasn't been an issue, but remember the year of run the table and remember the year of R E L A X. I don't like that. They put themselves in this position where they have to have a miracle run. And then they have the miracle run because mathematically and all these different things, you look at this team and they're no good and they should not be in the playoffs. They should not be anywhere close to it. But everybody kept believing. And I, I, I'm sitting here with a brain and saying, no, it's not going to work. And everyone else has hopped up on hopium saying, no, there's a chance. And I'm saying, there's not a chance. So I'm trying to use my science smarts here. And everyone else is just. And so I feel like it's a failure of being smart. And I, I was I failed. I said, hey. Let's not talk about playoff scenarios until they beat the Rams and they beat the Dolphins. Well, here we are. And they beat the Rams and beat the Dolphins. But on Saturday, everyone's like, oh, this team lost. I, I didn't care about any of that. You have to beat the Dolphins first. But now they beat the Dolphins. And now, you know, 538, who nobody likes that website unless the stats are in your favor, 89% chance to make the playoffs if they win both games. Okay, so they need to win, obviously, against the Vikings. They need to win against the Bear, uh, the Lions. And then you need the commanders to just lose one, right? Between the commanders Browns. lose one or the Giants lose two. 
So the Giants have the Colts, and how are they going to look with Nick Foles? We'll find that out. And then at the Eagles, who may not be playing for anything, the Commanders have the Browns, so we're going to have to root for Deshaun Watson. Uh, and then they have the uh, Dallas Cowboys. So it might be resting guys. And all hope is that Philadelphia loses next week and the Cowboys win so that they are playing for something both on week 17. Eight. But again, we still have to, we have to win both games. So we still have to take care of our own business. And now we're at the point to do so. Um, that's I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. And I, and I feel you just don't want to see them make the playoffs and then play San Francisco and get absolutely shellacked again. Well, I don't, I don't want another like shellacking, but I, whatever. I mean, you make the playoffs. Of course I'm going to be on board. And if they were to play Jordan Love at any point, of course I'd be. I'm I'm not not on board. I just I didn't like it. I don't like Rodgers, but I don't like. I really don't like how people. What 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 was the worst record that we had? What was our record at one point where it was like four and eight? Yeah, right. Four, four, four and eight, eight going into the Dallas game. Yeah. Oh, we still have it. No, we were three and. Seven. We three, three, seven, four. And then we were four and we suck. <laughs> we were three and six, and then we were four and eight. Okay. Uh, going into the Bears game. Yeah, because now we won three in a row. So at four and eight, it, I mean, I'm not, people were doing playoff scenarios for a four and eight football team. And I thought that was so stupid. That's how Packer fans are until yeah, they're eliminated. And that was stupid. Until they're eliminated, you got to give them every hope. Right. And one thing I said was they could be so they could be out of the playoffs and you'd still be like, Hey, uh, well the playoffs start, but one of these teams could all get COVID and have to forfeit the Packers. Like Packers, they'll never. And so I was like, no, they're four and eight. They suck. So I feel bad because uh, I was smart. Amos wants to know why the depression, it never ends. What's going on. This is the part of the show where I'm explaining to you how I've been. I don't, I don't see any problem with that. I feel I feel like I should do that. I feel like I've been kind of the, you know, the guy peeing in everybody's Cheerios the last month, and now they're in a position to make the playoffs. And if I'm going to jump on board, I want to be available to help you out. I want to. I want to tell that if they make the playoffs, will you be cheering for the other team? No. Okay. You'll, but you'll... I don't feel like people will let me cheer for the Packers at this point. And. People need to understand that is if we make the playoffs, we will not be playing the Vikings. Okay, so stop Why saying not? that because we will. Well, I guess unless Philadelphia does lose or San Francisco loses a game, then I guess we can play Minnesota. But I'm oh. under the assumption that San Francisco wins out, we beat Minnesota, they fall to the three, and then we get the you know we'll be the lowest seed, so we'll get the two seed. We'll get the best team that doesn't have a bye, and that will be San Francisco. Oh, they have better record than the Vikings. Yeah, they'll have they'll they'll be one more one more game better. Something with tiebreakers. I don't know what it is, but we will not play the Vikings. I want to shout out uh, Jonathan. He says Merry Christmas, and I utilize. I didn't know I had this feature, but I'm not going to turn it off. I got super stickers. What are super stickers? I don't know. <laughs> Remember when I would always rip on Cheesehead TV for having people pay him to have leave yes. comments? Yes. Well, they're brilliant. 
Maybe we should do a live like Packer watch party next week just to get your like raw reaction. I want them to win now. Not I Okay. Well, I can't. So what 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 what's better for me? What's better for me? A guy who's doing a podcast who it's gaining momentum and here I am now everyone's saying I I've done this heel turn uh that I'm the Gary Wolf of the Packers. What's what's better for me if I'm like shoot I was wrong all right let's go or if I dig but my heart is gonna root I'm just telling you how I feel and I felt on Saturday going through the playoff scenarios was stupid now that we won I think it's smart is that maybe I should just kept my mouth shut and look we're learning I'm learning every day I was younger then what am I supposed to do what do you have gone on this playoffs would you have gone on the same tangent if you were at the radio station? Oh, it would have been worse because it would have been four hours a day instead of just one. True. People would have been really upset at it. I know. He says, my soul can't take playing San Fran in the playoffs again. I called Mike the Painter, Painter Mike, and he got mad at me. You called Mike the Painter, Painter Mike? I, I, I he, he, called, he told me shame on Twitter, like shame on me for going against the Packers, and I said, listen, I did reply back to my tweet after that. I did quote tweet my own tweet and said, look, at the time I was frustrated, yada, yada, yada. I'll take my L. And then Mike the Painter said something. He said, shame on you for for, for not thinking that the Packers would win. And I said, Painter Mike, I took my L, okay? And then he replied back with, it's Mike the Painter. Please call me by my correct name. I gave him that name. Thank you. So if you want to change it to Painter Mike, you go right ahead. Every, you should be able to do that. Right? Yeah. Uh, as far as playing San Fran, yeah, we've lost to Colin Kaepernick and Jimmy Garoppolo, and now I don't want to lose to Brock Purdy, who Brock Purdy. sucks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
and hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This is one of the things I said on CBS Sports Radio. Don't know if you caught me. I'm on again Tuesday night for Zach from 5 to 9 Central. Oh, I caught you. Oh, thanks. Uh, by the but way, I had, I, had I, I, both nights I was driving, and I, until someone told me to turn it off, I cat it on all four hours. So, who told you to turn it off? No one, no one did tell me. I was waiting for someone to say, like, can you change the channel? I don't want to listen to sports radio. Well, that's because I'm no so one compelling. Said it. You actually made someone laugh. Oh, what'd I say? Your your grievances. You were doing your grievances and you talked about an umpire not being able to see. And you made them laugh. They lay like literally laughed in the car. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went I went grievances. I went low hanging fruit on Friday. Everybody did it. <laughs> but it was so good. Uh Matt says good cover up by Tim there. Cover up what? That you had turned it off and then you pretended oh. not to have turned it off. Hey, big game today. Hammers taking on Arsenal. Boxing day. All right. Um, uh, with Chris, again, he's one of our good, good buddies at Happy Place Hemp. Do you, are you with your brothers? Do you have that dog? Yeah. Do you want to see the dog? Can the dog give a testimonial for the pet tincture? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, go, get the, do- go get the dog. Yeah, go get the dog. Yeah, <laughs> go get the dog. Uh, I did gift right here on this couch a couple of gummies to my brother-in-law went with the Delta eights and the THCOs. And then my other brother-in-law got real candy. And then the kids started eating candy. And there was a bit of confusion from people in the other room, what candies were being eaten by who, but all was well. And uh, he appreciated the gift. So that's a great gift. If you haven't done your, your celebrations yet, your Christmas, happy The promo code is Bart. 25% off every order at happyplacehemp.com. I've been a big fan of the uh, the night ones, the CBD, CBDN. What I started actually taking for sleep is the Delta 8s. Uh, those, those knock me out as well. And here's the dog. Look at that puppy. What's his name? Coming. CBD. Give me the CBD. <laughs> Look at her. Uh, Happy Place Hemp is open again tomorrow, 9 to 4 in Muskego. But you can get a, uh, you can go happyplacehemp.com and get your order in. They'll get it all first thing in the morning. What's the dog's name? Mellow. Mellow? Yep. That's a perfect name. I named her for after Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Oh no, Mellow's a great name for for this this uh, product placement. I know. We gave Puppy her some placement. last night. Knocked yeah. out all night. All oh, good. Night knocked out. Nice. All right. Well, I'll, I'll have to give her a Christmas present. Uh, Zach, look at this. Look at me. 
Oh, four ninety nine. I don't know. He says, Merry Christmas, Bart. Him, they call you him, Shay. Him and Bart go grab a tall boy from McGuire's on your boy. Thank you, Zach. Too kind. All right. Uh, I can talk about the Bucks here in a minute. I do want to continue to stay on the Packers, though. Corey in Manitowoc says, I'm afraid two of throwing us underhand lob interceptions all day are making fans believe the defense has improved. So remember in the beginning of the summer, I said that the defense is going to give you three games where you're going to cry and call your family about how great the defense is. I think they gave you one against the Rams and they gave you another one against the Dolphins and everyone loves Jair post game. And that's, uh, that's been fun. And that's been great. Tua was very bad. And Tua has not been that bad. Tua was in the MVP conversation before the Dolphins tried to break his skull. And let his brain just, you know, swim around in whatever fluid was happening. And then oh, yesterday, it, it was bad. And so the Tua haters came out in full force, almost similar to the Giannis haters. There is a there is a group of people, when that ladder thing happened, that was ready to pounce on Giannis and call him fake humble and Oreos and smoothies. And there's a group of people like that with Tua, we have found out. Because as soon as Tua had a bad game, Oh my God, this guy's getting dragged all day. Two is a much better quarterback than he showed yesterday, but but those, those interceptions those were miserable. Especially the one on the last drive of the game was just was just terrible by him. The Dolphins, you know, you saw how explosive they could be. I thought Mostert would have a bigger day. They didn't they didn't run enough uh, if I'm Miami. But then uh, Waddle with that 84 yard pass, Terry was involved, but maybe not as involved as. I thought the Dolphins team is much better than that. Only 45 yards from Mostert. So credit the Packers, credit the Packers for playing well on defense, creating turnovers. Uh, not everything was great in that game. There were some bad plays, but the defense stepped up. And at the end, Matt LaFleur decided between Rogers and, uh, and Barry and Barry won out. My uh, brother said he'd give you a hundred dollars. If you do a live broadcast from his house. Uh and, and a hot tub. In a hot tub. In a hot tub. Oh. Why? That that sounds like that sounds like not that sounds like consulting me for sex. That doesn't sound like you want me you're gonna pay me a hundred dollars to come to your house in a hot tub and and, and set up a video know. camera? I have to leave for a little bit. I have okay. to go open some more presents. Okay. But I will tell you this. The Packers will lose at home to the Vikings next week. I feel like you're gonna leave. You're gonna leave. I'm gonna leave on that. I might be back later, but I just right now that's how I feel like. I feel like everyone. People are like, "All right, I got to listen to what Bart has to say." Is he gonna eat crow? Yeah, we can make the playoffs. I'm back in, and then. They're like, all right, well, he still sucks, but we'll forgive him. Look. There. Packer Santa hat instead of the other one, okay? All right, I'm all in. And then and then you listen, and then Tim comes in here, and Tim says they're going to lose to the Vikings at home. I mean, I can take you. I can stay on. I can take you into the, into the family room, and you can watch everybody open presents. <laughs> I don't need to see. Uh, I don't need to see a dozen shades sitting around a campfire. Oh, oh, come on now. 
I don't need to see that. No, I'm good. All right. Well, I just right now I feel like everyone's so high on the Packers. It's like the, it's like after the Cowboy game, like we all thought the Packers were gonna just destroy the Titans. We were all happy. We were riding that high. And then they failed us. And I just think that's going to happen again. I do. Well, it might. I just, I think, I mean, ticket prices are going to skyrocket now. We went from $30. You can get in for $30 for the Rams. Now it's going to be over 200 probably. No. I just have a feeling that they're going to lay an egg next Sunday. We'll see. We got plenty of Badgers. We're going to hire John Gruden. Okay. Hey, hey, wait. What are you doing for the game? The Packer, the Badger game? Yeah. I think I might be going to McGuire's. Why? Because uh, I'm I'm doing Geld tomorrow or Tuesday from 5 to 9. And the game starts at 9. So I thought maybe I'd stop at McGuire's and tape some of the show as the game was going on. See, this all works out perfectly. Yeah. But that that don't confuse that with our soon to be announced Bart Winkler hurry up. The hurry up, yes. Yeah. So tell Danny that if I come by tomorrow, that's a freebie. Oh yes. And and you guys can negotiate cuz he said he'd love to have you. Yeah. And then on Wednesday I have to come to your brother's house and let live him from the hot, tub. hot tub. Live from the hot tub. Okay. He said with beer too. Yeah, well, I guess I guess I mean, I'm open to anything. All right. Well, if you're still on when we're done, I'll, I might come back and maybe I'll change my mind about the game next week. All right. But well, what a hook. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right right now. Oh, I mean, if you're going to keep wearing iron jock on this show, you're they are going to have to pay us too. Sorry. God, I, it's just comfortable. Okay. <laughs> I didn't buy it because they're on another station. I bought it because it's comfortable. All right. All right. Why don't you wear a shirt that says Gruber tomorrow? Okay. Yeah. All right, Timmy. Goodbye, Bart. See ya. Goodbye, people. All right. If you guys want to join on the stream yard, I'll put the link back in the YouTube comments and uh, I'll continue to read some of these comments that have been coming in. Also do want to talk about that Bucks game because a lot of people feeling pretty good on Christmas and then the Bucks uh, disappoint later and it was not a good game. And there's a lot of people that are uh, having a little more big scale concerns and, you know, they might not be totally incorrect on that one. Jonathan also says the Packer back, baby, let's effing go. Um, Zach says fire down capers. Zach also says Bart doesn't want to eat the Favre figurine. If they make it, I said I'd eat a Favre toy. If the Packers make the playoffs, um, as soon as I said that, you knew the Packers were going to make the playoffs. Very stupid of me. Q says, if we win the Super Bowl, I'll be sad Rodgers gets rewarded for bad behavior. Sad state of reality. Yeah. And if we win the Super Bowl, okay, I'll entertain this. If we win the Super Bowl, Rodgers will have played very well. And that's going to completely shift the narrative. If we win the Super that's going to completely shift the narrative. That'll probably shift the way I talk about him. And I've said this before, but if all this stuff is going to go on, 
if all this stuff is going to happen off the field, on the field, I'd like more than one Super Bowl. Is that greedy? Some fan bases might think so, but it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of negotiating and, um, you know, acquiescing for a guy who they won one Super Bowl 12 years ago. Hasn't been to one since. Now, would it be better if we've been to a bunch and, and we lost instead, instead of losing in the NFC championship game? I don't know how I'd feel about that, but if they won a Super Bowl, I just, I just wish like, you know, I don't know. I'm still mad that they lost to the jets. The jets suck. I'm still mad that they blew that game in London to the giants and made everybody think that Brian Dable was the next bill Belichick. I'm mad that they lost to the commanders. I'm mad that I drove to Buffalo drove to Buffalo to see a half-hearted effort from the Packers. I'm mad that they lost to the Titans. I'm mad that they lost to the, like, I'm still, a lot of these games were winnable games that they lost. And they, like, they should be in a much better spot right now. They should be in a much better spot. We shouldn't have to be hoping for these teams that beat us to lose. But you just got to, you know, you got to live where your feet are and where the Packers' feet are is, seven and eight with a chance to win out and have one of these other teams lose. Corey says hot take him for Tim's take that he thinks the Vikings are going to come in and beat us. Chuck says, I think Tim unfortunately is correct. Have we talked about the absurd under usage of Aaron Jones? 25 snaps. I think of the Packers 65, maybe. He was only in there for about 38% of the time. I don't know if they were saying that he was hurt. I saw a report that he was cold and shivering, which I don't think that was a reason he didn't play. But, yeah, they don't use Aaron Jones enough. They never have. For some reason, they never will. I don't quite understand it. Packers also got dinged up in this game. Christian Watson with an injury. Uh, Nijman suffering an injury. So they got dinged up. There was – there was every reason for this team to lose this football game and they won. So you do have to give them credit for that, for overcoming the adversity the same way. Like the Vikings are winning in fraudulent fashion, but they are winning. So even if they're down 33 points, come playoff time, they're going to have all this stuff to draw back on that. We can still win. We can still win. Even if we're down a couple of scores right away, we're, we're we can still win. We've done it all year. So, yeah, a, a fraudulent team. This is one thing that I said on CBS Sports Radio, and I hope you'll join us on many affiliates all over the country. Tuesday night, 5 to 9, I'll be back. I do love that. I did give shout-outs to people I said I'd give shout-outs to. Uh, right at the 6 o'clock hour, I'm on stations all over Wisconsin, Green Bay, La Crosse, Madison. I said, hey, it's great to be here, WKTY, the great Grant Bills, young up-and-comer, dominating. And uh, many of these stations – Carry the Titan that is Bill Michaels. And it's great to share airwaves with him. I did say that, and I'll say it again on Tuesday. Uh, I think it's important to shout out shout out those people that make the stations in this uh, state so great. I think that's important to do that. I thought I'd get some more voicemails, some Carl's Place voicemails. Carl's Place, carlvt.com. Check out them out for golf simulators. I was trying to sell my brother's in-laws on those over the weekend 
no voicemails, 402-915-BART. Although I didn't really petition for them, and I was going to do that, and then I failed to do that. Uh, that was a mistake. So Packers get the win. Uh, happy for it. It keeps things interesting. Big game on New Year's Day now. I'll go live immediately on, on New Year's Day, 325 kick, and uh, should be exciting. I know a lot of Packer fans are going to try to get there. I maybe would consider it myself, but that should be a big that should be a big game. The other game, and we can still talk Packers if anybody jumps in or leaves a comment or whatever. Uh, feel free to do that. I want to talk a little bit about the Bucks. They lose to the Celtics yesterday, one thirty nine to one eighteen. This has not been a good road trip for Milwaukee. It's not been a good handful of games. I think they started. I'm just I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. They started nine and zero. And they've been 13 and 11 since. And, you know, Middleton came back, but then didn't really come back. And there's been some, there's been some concerns. So I think it started when they lost to the Grizzlies by 41. Grizzlies just destroy them. And the Grizzlies play really well at home and not so good on the road. They lose to Golden State yesterday. Then they beat the Jazz. All right. So you come home. There's this road trip's weird because it's basically a road trip. It's basically been a road trip since like the beginning of December, but they came back and played the Kings one night and they came back and played the Warriors one night Had to go to Memphis, come back, play the Grizzlies one night. Now they're on a true road trip. Although with it being the bulls on Wednesday, uh, I'm sure they came back and are in Milwaukee right now. And then we'll go down to Chicago when they need to. So they're still getting some home cooking and able to enjoy Christmas, but Playing-wise, they're on the road a bunch, or they're home for just one night. And I don't want to be all brewers about it and say that, you know, all these road trips are are tough, but that it, it is something. And you're playing some of the best teams in the East right now, also some of the best teams in the league. In the last couple of weeks, the Cavs have asserted their dominance. Bucks lose to them, and then so have the Nets. It seemed like as soon as the off-the-court stuff went away, the Nets were down for business. The Nets were ready to go, and they look a lot better. And they're getting contributions enough out of Simmons. You know, Kyrie and KD didn't do all the work the other night. It was a lot of Nick Claxton. And Royce O'Neal has been getting starts and playing very well, the former Utah Jazz player. Uh, the Celtics then, losing to the Celtics, just a tough loss, 139 to 118. Bucks had their opportunities, but they can't shoot from three. And there's a lot of talk again to maybe trade uh, Grayson Allen. A lot of that about Grayson Allen and wanting to uh, wanting to trade him because if he can't get it done, they need shooters. He was out there for what twenty minutes, shot maybe twice. They need shooters. You have Giannis has not had the kind of three point shooting that you would want to have around him. And every time we go try to get somebody, and Ingles finally made a big shot yesterday. And I know that people are down on him real quick, but he's still getting going. Joe Ingles is a lot better than he's played. Uh, this is not going to be a Miritich or Paul Gasol situation. Ingles will play important minutes, and he will hit important shots. I'm very confident in that. But the three-point shooting was lacking uh, a little bit yesterday, 13 to 36. The Celtics shot almost 50% from three. The Bucks 35%. And you're going to need those guys. Grayson coming in and shooting 0 for 3, 8 points, isn't going to do it. Uh, not going to do it. I guess the, the biggest concern that I have about yesterday, or the biggest complaint I would have is the same complaint 
that I've had about the Bucks most of the season. We don't need to be trotting some of these guys out. We need the young guys out there. We need uh, Marjan out there. He's young. He's quick. He's energetic. You know, the Bucks are an old team. And against a team like the Celtics, who are younger, you know, they're, they're not like the youngest team. They're not babies, but they are younger. And Tatum and Brown are going to be more athletic than Holiday and Lopez. They, they just, they're, they're quicker. They're younger. And people to, to match that. And the Bucks might have that in Marjan, but he keeps like getting his head above water a little bit. And then Bud tries to drown him again. Even a guy like Jordan Wara, I know he's not everybody's favorite, but he's at least like put him out there. Let him throw some threes down. Mamu can knock down threes. Put him out there. I just it seemed like the Bucks were resigned to lose that game under Coach Bud. And I didn't quite understand why that was the the mentality. But the the Celtics seem to be a team that Bud uh, really struggles against. And we did beat him the one time, but uh the Bud just doesn't. I don't know. He he coaches different. He coaches worse. So Grayson Allen, uh, I still don't want to trade him for Jay Crowder. I think that's one of the dumber suggestions that I've heard ever to trade Grayson Allen for Jay Crowder. Uh, but to trade Grayson Allen, if you can get something for Grayson Allen, they need shooters. They need guys that can shoot. I'm not on the trade Middleton situation. I'm not. I'm not about that. I don't like it. I, I don't want to trade him. I understand what the argument would be for it with the contract and stuff, but we're still not seeing Middleton in these games. So I need to see Middleton in these games before I go crazy and panic and start to freak out a bunch. Uh, But, but it does expose that if you're missing a guy, maybe this team, this team without Middleton is not winning a championship that we know. I am in that. I think we know, right. But this team with Middleton, are they good enough to win a championship? I thought yes. I think a lot of people thought yes. But I think as some of these other role players, you know, it, it, we don't – you don't have a guy that can – I don't want to say like a Seth Curry or, or somebody, but you, you don't have a guy that you can trust that's going to make four threes a night. If Pat does, he does it. If Grayson does, oh, he did it. You know, the one night, what, did he make seven in a row or nine or something? But there's a lot more nights where he's not going to make anything. And so that lack of consistency from guys shooting threes, I think is a big issue and something that a lot of people are thinking, all right, if we have to play this Celtics team in a seven game series, it's not gonna, it's not gonna look good. And I think where the East is right now, the East is in a spot right now where some of these other teams, especially again, in the last month have really made a point to say, we're here too. You know, if you look at the if you look at the standings, if you're chasing the one seed, and that's fine. I think it's fun to keep your eye on something. But the the Celtics right now, a game and a half over the Bucks. There's some action. Uh, but the Cavs have been playing well. They beat us. The Nets have won nine out of ten, eight game winning streak. The Sixers coming into Monday have won eight uh, eight in a row, eight out of ten. So the, I mean, the Sixers all of a sudden, it, it, there's a big five in the East. And the Knicks had a really good run. And, you know, maybe the Hawks try to figure it out. I don't know what the Heat are going to look like. If the Raptors, you know, now we're going a little deeper. But I think you've got, as it stands right now, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Cavs, the Nets, and the Sixers. There's only going to be four spots for those five teams 
when it comes to the Eastern Conference semifinals. And no matter the who who the Bucks play, you know, if the Bucks have to play the Nets, you know, that's Kyrie, that's that's KD. We've seen that before. That that could go seven. If they have to play the Cavs, a lot of people looking at the Cavs in a different light after they beat the Bucks because the Cavs have the kind of team. Again, they're young and they got a guy in Mitchell that can knock down everything and uh, they're quick. They can shoot. That's a team that could give the Bucks problems in a seven game series. And then the Celtics, who the Celtics to me are kind of like the NBA's version of the 49ers, a legacy team. They've won a lot, but for some reason, uh, everybody likes them. Everybody likes them and everybody picks them to do well. Everybody wants them to win. Everybody cheers them on. Like, cause I don't know. They're like the dark horse, but they're not. The Niners are this way. If you ask anybody who's going to come out of the NFC, they're going to say the Niners. They'll say the Niners. Cause it's not like they don't have the best record. So it's not like the sexiest pick, but it's the Niners and they're playing so well. And I feel like the Celtics are the same way. Uh, Doris Burke. I've got this new technology where I can envision and see actually what people are seeing during their sex dreams. And hers is about the leprechaun uh, mascot of the Celtics. Yeah, she as soon as you saw her on the broadcast. And she's a fine broadcaster, and she's got her flowers, and everyone uh, is quick to realize that. But the way she is for Boston is just ridiculous and terrible. Uh, I'm going to take a sip here because I've been rambling. Does anyone want to join? Are we not doing a Monday morning join fest? I would love to talk to hmm, Diet Mountain Dew, can. Captain and Dana. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. So, yeah, the, the Bucks. I mean, they got the Bulls now, so that should be a win. Uh, I will be going to the game on Friday. I believe that's against the Timberwolves. I'll go to that game. Uh, it's my buddy's birthday, and so he got, like, a suite, and he's paying for a lot of it. It's like he's throwing himself a birthday party. I mean, we could have done it for him, I guess. I feel bad. Uh, but I'll go there. And then so that means Friday night, a little Friday night potto action with some of this Christmas money that's been rolling in. Um, but not for if you if you gave me money with the super stickers that I just realized I had, that goes to the podcast. That goes to paying for the service I use or stuff like that. So I'm not just taking your money and throwing it uh, on what's the game I'm into right now on my phone? Solitaire Cash. Jeez. It's one thing to lose a bunch of money on DraftKings, but now I'm losing a bunch of money playing Solitaire against a computer. It's not going uh, to that. Uh, Matt can't muster the energy to join. He's got COVID. Oh, no. Matt. A lot of people uh, getting COVID again. COVID, COVID comeback 2023. There's a movie. What's that movie? A movie came out where a guy uh, was like the last survivor. It's in the future. It came out in 2019 or 2020. Like as soon as, soon as COVID became a thing, they made this movie. COVID-23 was the new strand. COVID-23. And uh, <laughs> it was terrible. I forgot what the name is. Uh, boosted and all, Matt says. Oh well, I mean that's gonna it's gonna protect you. It's gonna protect you. As, you know. God, COVID. 
I have a COVID rant. I'm not going to go there today. I'm not going to get into that. So the Bucks, and then the Bucks have the Wizards a couple of times, Raptors, Charlotte, New York, Atlanta. So then the schedule really lessens up and gets easier. So in these games, you would hope that the Bucks rebound, but you also do need to be cognizant of the things that you're upset about now. Because if you know they start knocking down threes or whatever, or they start playing well, the the, the level of competition isn't isn't as good as we saw this last week. So I think it is important. Uh, the things that I'm looking for in the playoffs, get in the right shape, stay healthy in the regular season. So you're ready for the playoffs. Utilize the young guys. So you know what options to use in the playoffs. They're not doing enough of that. They should have done that more against Boston as my leg falls asleep. They should have done that more against Boston in that loss. And then um, figure out like when you match up against these teams and it is different. You're just playing the Cavs one time and you lose and then you leave. You're playing the Nets one time and you lose and then you leave. You play Boston one time and you lose and then you leave. But you should be able to figure out in those matchups where your deficiencies are and if there's some trades or moves that need to be made. So I, I was thinking the Bucs didn't need to do anything. And now just after three games, three losses to three teams that, I mean, this is, this could very easily be Milwaukee played Cleveland, Brooklyn, and Boston in a row. Those could be the last four teams standing and you lost all three. So I'm open to thinking about different moves that can be made. I don't think anything's going to be a major move. I think it's, I think it's what it always is. Get more shooters around Giannis. You know, they had a lot of, a lot of open opportunities yesterday where Ingles is sitting there or, or Allen finds himself open or Connaughton finds himself open. But again, you have to knock down those shots with more consistency and the Bucks seem to be lacking in that right now. So that is uh, that is a concern. Talking some Bucks, talking some Packers, of course. Uh, Packers. Oh, one other thing I want to say about the Bucks: Brooke Lopez is uh, amazing. And I saw one tweet yesterday going around that he should make the Hall of Fame on just the way he changed his game, where he used to be somebody who was just a big man and a rebounder and whatever. And he's completely morphed his game. And now he's like one of the best defensive players in the year. I think if we do anything, we as Milwaukee fans, you know, we rallied on the Adetokounmpo MVP thing and, and he won a couple. And now it's like, he's never going to win again because everybody loves Jokic or Doncic or everybody wants to do the MVP ladder. I'm so sick of the MVP ladder. I'm so sick. of Why are we talking MVP right now? So that's why the regular season exists in the NBA for the MVP. But Lopez, defensive player of the year, if he could get that, I mean, we could, this guy, this guy with his Bucks career, he could end up in the Hall of Fame. Brooke Lopez is becoming a Hall of Fame talent. And so that's what I want to continue to see is Brooke play well and more people start to recognize that around the around the league because I think that's very uh, important. All right, uh, the NFL, as it stands again, the Green Bay Packers could make the playoffs. They need to win both games, and then they need the Commanders to lose one of the next two, or they need the Giants to lose both. I think the focus is on the Commanders with them playing Cleveland and Dallas, both games at home. Cleveland, so yeah, a lot of us have to root for uh, 
have to root for Deshaun Watson. And that game's at noon this weekend. So we'll know if they lost, the Packers may have destiny uh, in their own hands to be controlled by the time their game kicks off 325 against the Minnesota Vikings. So we will know once that is the case. Uh, But then they have to beat Minnesota and they have to beat Detroit. And I didn't want to talk about this at four and eight because that I thought was insane. I I just thought it was insane to look at other teams, what they need to do at four and eight. But a lot of you did it and you made the graphics and you shared the graphics and I'm the dummy. I'm the dumb one. I said, no, you're, you're, you're never gonna invent. I was Larry David in that commercial uh, with the, with the Bitcoin. The wheel's never going to work. Why do we need a wheel? Ah, oh, pooping outside. That's that's the way to go. Why do we need a poop inside? I don't poop outside. We poop outside. Ah, oh, we don't need. So I was Larry David. Ah, oh, the Packers are four and eight. You don't know. Packers are four and eight. Come on. But here they are. One man who's always believed is Tony in Texas. Hey, I did. I did. There's been some bumps in the road. Here too. I'm going to bring. Uh, both of you guys at the same time. Q's got that Bucks hat that I love. What's up, guys? Hey, Q. Hey, all right, Tony, what's up? All right, hey, so first of all, on the Packers, I called you on the Zach Gelb show, which, by the way, masterful job by you. You should go national. Cheers. Very good job. Um, I did say I was excited about this Packer game. It's probably the most excited I've been all year for a Packer game because – I'm looking at the small wins that they're getting with this draft class. You know, Watson got hurt, but Dobbs came back, and Dobbs and Watson have been looking good. You know, if we can get those guys going together and get some chemistry with Rodgers, I was hopeful, along with a little bit of a run game going. You know, I was hopeful on offense they can get going. The red zone still is a concern, but they look better offensively, just a little bit disjointed in the red zone. And defensively, they made the turnovers. That's what we talked about all year. Uh, we thought they'd be a little bit more of a, uh, a bend but break, don't break defense, and they they broke way too much this year. And they came up with the big plays. And Tua had been playing good football. And the Packers put, put the Dolphins in a tough spot. They got the lead. They made Tua try to beat them. And they made the plays. So I was excited for this game, and it came to fruition the way I thought it might happen. So – I believe that they can get into the playoffs still. And I think they will. And and that's all I want. I, I gave a comparison when you were uh, you took my call on, on Thursday or Friday, Bart, that this could be like a 2008 Arizona Cardinals situation. Veteran quarterback comes out of nowhere. Cardinals were 9-7 and seven and made the Super Bowl. It could have – the NFC has – who are you afraid of in the NFC? The Niners? Well, I'm not, but I'm like the only one that doesn't think so. The, the Niners are a good team – Offensively, they they don't have much. They don't have much. The Eagles offensively is where they're really good. I don't think the I think we no, the, Niners the Niners are good. I just I just won't let myself. The Niners You're not are going there. I'm just That's fine. Up. But I I'm, I enjoy these games week to week. There's only 17 of them. Why not enjoy it? And this is where Matt from the Falls. I hope he had a Merry Christmas and enjoyed that Packer win. This is where I I, don't, I disagree with him. You got to build up a culture and try to win these games. Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, I don't care who's a quarterback. Creating a culture to win is is important and it carries over to next year. And I got to give LaFleur credit. They they haven't given up. So there you go. The Packers are in the game. That's all I can ask for. Q, your thoughts on the big win? 
I mean, I, it was like, I think that was the biggest quality win we've had of the year. Like that, that's a playoff team or it should be a playoff team. So I, I guess I agree with Tony that it, it, it did feel nice to beat them. It's, it's kind of strange that their offense just kind of floundered in the second half, meaning the Dolphins offense. Um, but Q, that, don't you think the pass rush had something to do with that? And they, they were able to stop the run better too. And it put pressure on Tua to make plays. And ultimately we did. No, I, I agree. So I guess it, I mean, it's a nice win, but I, I, I don't, did you cover the road to the playoffs for the Packers? Like what needs to happen at this point for us? Well, to they need to win play? out. Washington needs to lose one. D- come on. Yeah. Or the Giants lose two. I mean, this is very doable. This is very doable now. And who, who does when people were doing this in four and eight? It was not doable, but now somehow yeah. it's doable. So I guess like Tony, you've been optimistic the whole time, and I've been mm-hmm. more of the camp where I wanted to play for draft picks. Right. Um, but like now that we're in the hunt, it would be fun to get in. But I, I saw I messaged in earlier. I really don't want Rogers to be rewarded for bad behavior because who like I was hoping we would have a losing season almost so that he would get slapped in the face again, kind of like when we drafted love and he seems like he needs something externally to motivate him to do really well. I just hate these years. This year is like the, the relax year or the run the table year. It's like, we need to, we need to, we're the green Bay Packers dude. And this is why I don't like us saying let's lose for draft picks. I never said lose for draft picks. I said lose. Cause I'm a bit old man that has you wanted a quarterback. quarterback. Bart, yeah. you want a different I don't want to lose for draft picks. The green Bay Packers do not lose for draft position. Also the green Bay Packers shouldn't be a team that's four and eight and looking for playoff scenarios. They should be, a team like the Vikings. They should be a team like the Cowboys or the Eagles or the Niners teams that are in this is the green Bay Packers. And we're acting like, you know, we're acting like we're the Sacramento Kings, but don't we, you know, I, God, we can I, I actually guess, make the playoffs this year. We make the playoffs every year. That's, that's where I, I kind of disagree with Tony's philosophy of building a culture of winning. Like mm-hmm. if you have a culture of winning and you have a natural down season like in my mind, it's best to capitalize on it. Like if you're the Brewers, like now you kind of have a culture of winning for the last decade or so. The Bucks have a culture of winning for the last like five or six, like post Giannis era. But before that, they needed to have a 500 year. Like, like remember when the Brewers were 500 and we were all excited that they, they had a, a 500 record. Like that's, that's like a stepping stone to building a culture of winning. I, I don't like, to me, I don't feel like the Packers need to do that. Um, like it would be nice that they get in the playoffs. I would have zero expectations for them. It would probably be a first round loss on the road. Um, like that, that would be my expectations. And then I think come April, we would wish we had a couple more losses in the column to move us. I'm going to, I got to cut you off here, buddy. You don't know they would lose the first game. What happened during the Super Bowl year? Q? All three, no, that's, I mean, on the road. I would rather have no expectations. I think Rogers plays worse when there's more expectations for whatever reason. And I think if there's less expectations, I think he'll come in relaxed and the team will be relaxed. I'm not picking them to go to the Super Bowl queue, but let's have a puncher's chance to get in there and have some fun in January. 
So is it worth I, is it worth is this little run here? And we're gonna get let's say we get in and we had a fun like December and LaFleur stays undefeated in December and all this stuff, and then we get destroyed round one of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We're going to say that was a successful year with the Packers. Absolutely, no, it's not. It's so, not, the, but no. that's, what we're rooting, that's what a lot of people are saying. Well, and I, I feel like the biggest, like, no, don't make the playoffs case is none of us want the defensive coordinator to be back next year. If we make the playoffs, there's no way they're going to fire him. So, like, like we're just going to be su- stuck in this little cycle of um Packers hell <laughs> that that has been the last couple of years under LaFleur. So I, I, I don't know. I Cute. I want to be optimistic. I just feel like I've gotten burned by that so many times that um but you're Tony, you're right. If you watch the NFL film for the 2010-2011 Packers, like there were some terrible losses. And I remember feeling very similar where I, I was hoping that we would start playing for draft picks. But then when we went on the magic carpet ride that uh, Sparky always calls it that, like along the way, it felt like we were a winning team and we could beat anyone. I don't feel that way at all right now. And even these scrappy wins that we're getting, like they don't feel good. Like the, the product on the field doesn't seem quality. It, it doesn't like now Nixon's hurt. Like, did we like win or did Miami second. lose? That's the thing. Miami lost that game. Okay. Hey, That's Clark, what it felt 2010, like to me. I was, 2010, last game of the year, they had to beat the Bears to get into the playoffs. They beat the Bears 14-7. Ugly game. I was at the game. It was at Lambeau. Jay, they had to rely on Jay Cutler to throw interceptions and win that game. That ugly win can propel you to better wins. Q, I guess you want style points like college? Is that what you're looking for? I'm I, not looking for style points, but – like in the second half of that year, I think we all bought in. And I, I feel like you've been bought in all year, but you seem like pretty optimistic on the Packers no matter what. Like we're, we have like half or twice as many losses and wins, and you still want us to win every game. Um, I, I'm just saying I have not bought in at all. Like the, I think the bubble burst for me in London where that was a definitely a winnable game. And it just seems like we're the type of team that can't put people away or give like, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like a championship Dude, I think, quality I think you've team. Watched too much NBA. The NFL is a mixed bag. Every game is game to game week to week. you never know who's going to win these games. The Texans are what? One 11 and one or one 12 and one. They just finally won a game again, but they've been playing people tough every game. All these games are just bizarre. The Vikings are somehow winning these games miraculously. You don't tell me – you don't feel like you can go into a Minnesota and win that game. I, I think they can on the road. The way the Vikings have choked throughout their years, they can win these games on the road. And I think there's less pressure on Rodgers. I really do. And if they Here's don't, some uh, comments that have come in. Uh, Matt says that Bucks hat is the best giveaway they've ever done. It's like the winter kind of Cousin Eddie type hat. Uh, high quality, no sponsor logo anywhere. I cherish mine. It is a great gift. Uh, Ray says Rogers plays worse when there's high expectations. Bullseye to your quote, Tony. But then he also says, did we win or did Miami lose what I said? Log the fuck off. And then he announces that he has left the stream. So he didn't like when I said that. Cowboy Curtis says that Super Bowl year, they didn't trail by more than seven points all year. That was a completely different feeling team. 
Mark says, get an attorney. Anything can happen. Who wouldn't that want that? Really weird. I'm just asking, if they get in and they lose at Minnesota, was it worth it? That's what I'm asking. I know. I, I, get in the attorney. It wouldn't be for me. We just want bites of the apple, guys, with the Green Bay Packers. We just want bites of the apple. I can come back and say if they win the three playoff games, was it worth worth it, Bart? I understand that, but I'm <laughs> so, not. But I'm just asking. The, they, I'm asking a question. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just asking a question. For me, they're going to have to win one playoff game for this to be a successful year. Getting into the playoffs, I, I think. It, I think they have the, to go to the Super Bowl. I think we have severely, uh, as a fan base, no, they got to You're right. They do. We have low. They have. They have baited us into lowering these expectations. This was a team coming in that was a Super Bowl contender and they were four and eight. And now we're acting like we're acting like, again, we're a team like the Kings or the Texans or, or the lions. If we were the lions to be in this position should be celebrated, but we're the Packers and we're all like ignoring the fact that we're the Packers. We're pretending that we suck and we're just trying to have fun about it. This is a very disappointing year so far. This is a very disappointing year. But because so far, we have hope, be, we, we, we're all hop up, hop up on hopium. The, the story's not it over be, with Bart. It's not over. It would be interesting to know what Goody. I am the personification of Entitled Town. Yes, <laughs> I am Entitled but, Town. We and and do, I think more do people, you think Goody? More people need to be that. We're always like, oh no, we're not Entitled Town. We we the seventies and the eighties. We're the Green Bay Packers. We don't lose for draft picks we don't do playoff scenarios when we're four and eight we don't celebrate a seven and eight oh we need washington we need we need washington to lose uh, you know when they could have lost when they beat us we need the giants to lose twice we could have beat them too and here we are that that's my biggest problem you guys can all celebrate and leave the stream and whatever but we are the packers and we're acting like the lions and it's pissing me off hey bart i gotta i gotta leave you here but i'm gonna say uh, parting I've heard a lot of chatter about teams that don't want to play the Packers in the playoffs. No one wants to play the Packers. Oh, Cowboy fans don't want to play the Packers, Bart. Oh, I would love to play the Packers. Yeah, what? if I'm the Packers, I would want to play the Packers 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, gentlemen, that's fine. You are in title town. Go Bucks. And I, you should be. We're the Packers. All right. Bucks and six. I, to hell with you guys. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you later. Good to see you, Tony. All right, Q. Take care, Bart. Take care, Q. See you, Tony. Yeah. I guess I got to get going, too, but I, you got I wish click I on the knew. Buck? Well, I I was more focused on Christmas than the Bucks yesterday. Like, I was kind of watching the first half, and by the time I, I tuned in for the second half, it was a blowout. So yeah. we were with family. So I just kind of stuck with them. Um. But I, I just wish I knew what Goody's plans were. Cause like, I think I have always questioned his motives or, or what his long-term plans are. It seems like he's very reactionary and doesn't have a grand vision that you kind of need as a GM. Like I, I don't, I don't understand going all in on Rogers with this $60 million a year contract and then saddling him with a bunch of rookie receivers. Um, it, I don't know. It, it'll be no matter what happens with the rest of this year, it's going to be a very interesting off season. And I have no, I have no faith, faith in like the current administration at the Packers to do anything right. Like, it seems like anything they do, it's just kind of haphazard or just luck of the draw. So, um, 
I, I don't know. It's it's not fun. I miss Ted. In Ted We Trust, like, I was always a Ted backer. Like, you might not agree with what he was doing at the time, but at least you trusted that he had a vision for something in the future. And, like, I don't think anybody could come on here with anything better than a guess as to what Goody's trying to do. So... Yeah, I, I yeah, he had an idea and then he changed it and now he's you're right, he's kind of like he's kind of like doing a little of both. It who knows. So, all right, Merry he Christmas. Know, he Happy know. holidays everybody. See you. Yeah, see you. Appreciate you coming on. He doesn't know what uh what at what road he wants to drive down. He he wants to move on from Rogers but then he keeps Rogers and then he wants to move on and he keeps him again. Yeah. All right, I got to go uh, play Spider-Man. We going to play Spidey, bud? You going to play Spidey? And I got to give my son a bath. I like giving him a bath at uh, the in-laws because our bath sucks. We had a guy come out to fix the bath, and he's like, oh, I'll get you this part, and I'll be right back in three days. Then I think he got fired because he never called again. And then that was a year and a half ago, and I just like, I made it future Bart's problem. So the water pressure here is a lot better and it's a real nice warm bath. All right. Uh, next show I'm going to pop by, uh, with Tim Shea Tuesday night after my CBS stream, we'll talk a little bit during the batting. And then on Thursday later this week, I have a show where it's going to be a bunch of stuff that I have taped that never made it to air the cutting room floor episode it's a clip show that's not a clip show. You know, got, got a lot going on this week. Um, and so we're going to throw that episode out there. And then I'll try to get pics with Horvat or Grant or Paul or somebody. Maybe this pillow. Maybe Mark. You can do pics with me, Mark. Packers, uh, slight favorite against the Vikings at home, I think. Two points. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you to everybody jumping in. And I'll be back live on YouTube sometime Tuesday night. Hey. Hey. Go Pack Go. I love this team. God, I love them. I was rooting so hard for them yesterday. Best team ever. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.